Hello, everybody. Welcome. Steve Wollenhouse. I'm your host here on Anatomy of Success, and I'm glad you joined us this week. This week, we talk about 13 ways to be more successful in life. Glad you joined us. Let's get started. Welcome back. I'm Steve Wollenhouse, your host here on Anatomy of Success. And as always, very grateful you took the time to join us. If you're here for the first time, welcome. We appreciate you discovering us and we hope you'll come back. Subscribe to the podcast. If you get a chance, rate, review. That helps drive up awareness uh, in the App Store. Not an easy thing to do. So we appreciate your support in that respect. And then go to weatherology.com. That's my company page. You can find me under About Us at the top. Links to LinkedIn, Facebook, as well as Instagram, and we can get together on Clubhouse now as well. Kind of a fun app. We'll talk about that in the future. I've written some articles about my concerns regarding that platform in particular, but we'll talk about the wonderful things you can do there with a little creative intuition. Now, also grab the Weatherology mobile app. It's free. International radar available, of course, now with many other remarkable tools coming on board this summer. As I alluded to in the introduction, this week we're going to talk about 13 ways to be more successful in life. At Anatomy of Success, as you know, I encourage people to define success on their terms. And I do that by encouraging folks, by assisting them with a little insight into some things that I've focused on, things I call my four tenets of equanimity that I believe help galvanize this commitment to improving ourselves. Some very simple areas we can emphasize that have been statistically and scientifically proven to elevate our sense of confidence and happiness. And that's better health, of course, paramount in any lifestyle style commitment that includes wanting to be exceptional, better relationships, better intimate relationships, and of course, satisfying work. When we focus on improving in those areas, that starts to improve our overall life satisfaction. So regardless of what your motivation is, creating more success in our life is truly up to us. So here are 13 things successful people do that I believe can be helpful. According to Helen Keller, character cannot be developed in ease or quiet. Only through experience of trial and suffering can the soul be strengthened, ambition inspired, and success achieved. Number one, we got to think big, folks. You know, we got to be ambitious and we can't be afraid to pursue our plans. Often people that never had the courage to pursue their dreams offer all this unsolicited advice. They try to keep us down. That's why it's so critical to have quality people in your life. We think we have good friends, but if we're not surrounded by the right friends, it can make all the difference. Have a backup plan? That's too risky. Having regret is far more painful than falling flat on your face. Trust me. Now, I'm all in for some contingency options. Don't get me wrong. When we're planning, we have to contemplate, okay, if this doesn't pan out, how else can I go about doing this to get to where I want to be? That's not plan B. That's, this is plan A. I'm going to get there. I need to figure out how I'm going to get there despite the obstacles. We have to think big and we got to be true to ourselves. If it doesn't work out, we can always adjust at the appropriate time. But that doesn't mean we give up on a big dream just because it seems so insurmountable at times. Next, do what we love. 
Research shows over 75% of all working adults are dissatisfied with their job. The explanations vary, but the results the same. People are unhappy. They feel miserable. Still looking to find your passion and your purpose? How about this? Let's create it together here. Doing what we love is a great place to start and far more important than doing what pays the most money, which is precisely what many people do when it comes to selecting a career. We can always adjust our quality of life to accommodate a satisfying career. We can't get back wasted time doing something that makes us miserable. Next, learn equilibrium. Many people place so much emphasis on work, they sacrifice health and more satisfying relationships. Is it worth it? Let me tell you the answer to that. Absolutely not, ever, under any circumstances. When work demands too much of our time and other areas of our life begin to suffer, it's time to re-examine what truly matters most to us. Without a healthy balance in our life, the pendulum starts to shift in the direction of bitterness, stress, resentment, anger. That has incredible health consequences and it's totally preventable. Next, no fear. Anyone who has achieved great success has endured incredible setbacks. That's inevitable, unavoidable. Thomas Edison was famous for saying in an interview, I didn't fail. I learned hundreds of ways not to invent the light bulb. Setbacks are an opportunity to learn. It's consistent with the growth mindset we talk about here so often. And many of us get so discouraged by disappointment and failure, we start to give up too easily. We have to open our mind and learn the lessons of setbacks and reframe the frustration of what we call failure, but I prefer, as you know, setbacks. It's just a setback. It's not a failure. It's a bump. Get over it. Move forward. Next, resolve. Most people give up way too easy. We start a fitness program with unrealistic expectations and give up after a week once we feel sore. We do squats for the first time. Anybody that has done that, I still do squats, deadlifts, front squats, stuff you wouldn't believe at my age. And not only that, but heavy weight. And people are just amazed. Aren't your knees killing you? How do you do that? I can't do that at my age, 22. It's amazing what we can do when we set our mind to it. But if we don't work through the pain and discomfort of personal growth, We have excuses at our disposal, which always conveniently negate any attempt to move forward. Here's a bulletin, folks. Success is extremely difficult, which explains why 90% of all businesses fail in the first seven years, and there's only 1% of the population that's considered the top 1%, the people that make the most. We can demonize them all day long, but most of us, I think, would agree. It's not a bad place to be in life. I can tell you it's great. If you have a decent mind, you're a generous person, you're kind, you make a great living, you can do remarkable things for yourself and other people in the process and make the world a better place. The challenges are always going to be incredible, and success demands incredible resolve and determination. There's no easy formula, so we have to stop looking for one. Let's hunker down, prepare for battle, and let's get the war of attrition underway. Listen, don't let the fear of losing be greater than the excitement of winning. Next, action. People that change the world act on their dreams, and they do what's required to make those dreams a reality. If every person that invented something revolutionary listened to the cynics or listened to that negative voice in their head, we would still be looking for fire and living in a cave. There'd be no airplanes, smartphones. When we have a big dream, we need to take action and we have to make it materialize. 
Next, healthy relationships. You know, great leaders are endearing because they focus on healthy relationships in the office, in the workplace, and resist the temptation to be right. They learn to listen, they communicate very effectively, and they welcome all ideas. Guess what? In healthy, intimate relationships, it's no different. Arguing, battling over unnecessary details, differences of opinions, that's a recipe for disaster. Relationship dysfunction is the cause of much of our anxiety and stress. We have to pick good partners in the first place, and that requires loving yourself first, doing what you need to do to get into a healthy place so that you can recognize unhealthy people instantly and run away, and then welcome more healthy individuals that are prepared to share something with you that you deserve and that they deserve as well. When that comes together, man, that's a beautiful connection. It's rare. I get it. It's tough in our society today, but working on healthy relationships is critical for enjoying more success and more happiness in life. All the research shows people in healthy, committed, intimate relationships often live longer and enjoy more life satisfaction. Next, creativity. You know, it's amusing to me how many creative people are dismissed as being foolish, unrealistic, big dreamers, they'll never get anywhere. Listen, history is rich with rejection. We don't have to look that far to find people that were told their big dreams are a joke. Give up. How about Freddie Mercury and Queen? Turned down countless times. Now, if that wasn't the biggest oversight in the solar system, I mean, that guy owned the stage at Live Aid back in the 80s, which was the biggest live music event ever. He owned the stage, and you're talking Led Zeppelin, NXS, Rolling Stones, every major supergroup on the planet was there. And when you steal the stage, that means you're a superstar. You should Google it and find uh, the live performance on YouTube. It's incredible. The point, creativity. Creative ideas are seldom popular and often misunderstood in the beginning. So if we have an idea and we truly believe in its efficacy, don't give up. The critics often are wrong. Learn to believe in ourselves. And that gets me to my next point, believe. If we don't believe in our dreams, nobody else is going to. Self-doubt, fear, drive most dreams into the ground. Once we stop dreaming, we abandon all hope of enjoying a better life. I still have dreams, I'm acting on them. Keep our dreams alive and believe in their efficacy. Next, positive attitude. Research shows that people with a positive attitude derive incredible mental and physical health benefits. It all starts with a growth mindset that embraces challenge and opportunities to grow. It also emphasizes training ourselves to notice negative thoughts and replace those with positive thoughts. It takes work, but it's something we can do. Any of us, regardless of where we started, where we came from, can re-engineer a new reality in our mind. Once you start to do that, remarkable things start to happen. Next, don't quit. Sometimes we have to set off alone to achieve great things. If we are surrounded by doubters, negativity, we start to believe the subtle whispers of failure and surrender our efforts to succeed in favor of their uncompromising commitment to mediocrity. Realizing big dreams demands a high price. There's no easy way around that. You know, here we talk about reality. We have to gain a perspective on the realistic nature of achieving big dreams and 
make the effort required to make them materialize. It also helps to appreciate when an alternative course of action may be required to enhance the prospects of success. Many of us get committed to something. That's why I don't like business plans. People write business plans. They get married to the idea and the plan. And then when that plan isn't working out, they fail to give up and move a different direction. I've never written a business plan, if you can believe that in my life. And I run the most successful company of its kind in the world. So anybody that would like to debate me on the validity of not having a business plan, happy to show you the evidence. And I'd love to see your evidence as well. Listen, what I do isn't for everybody. What you do may not be for everybody. Business plans are fine. I have no problem with business plans. And I do actually sketch out financial plans. You got to be on top of your financial matters every month. I know that to a T. But as far as scripting a plan and what it's going to look like, it's in my head. I know exactly what I want to do and it's not complicated because I'm so laser focused on the few things that I want to do and then I commission my remarkable people to do all the hard things necessary to make that dream a reality. They have the complicated work. They make their plans. They figure their plan of attack out. I just give them the fuel, the idea, the vision, stimulate the creativity, and then they take it from there. That's why so many businesses fail. They think they got to do it themselves. When you commission your people and set a standard in your organization, this don't quit mentality pervades and everybody lives up to it. Next, hard work. As we've talked about here repeatedly, hard work is absolutely imperative and it's unavoidable. No way around it. Most people prefer the easy path, which is why excuses and blame are so appealing in our culture. It helps people justify their lack of ambition in favor of the demanding effort required to succeed. Nobody has ever succeeded in this life without hard work. If we're unwilling to do what's required, do the hard work, put forth the sweat equity, we're going to have to accept an ordinary life and then learn not to complain about it. Hard work, paramount. Next, and finally, be brave. You know, in ancient Greece, the oracles offered advice to people that wanted to know about the future above their doorway. Oftentimes, the words know thyself were inscribed. Without courage and strong belief, our dreams are destined to fail. They'll never come to fruition. We have to be courageous. Bravery requires setting off to do something extraordinary, even when nobody else believes in our dream. That takes bravery and self-confidence. And there are two qualities that are absolutely imperative for success, and that's bravery and self-confidence. The ones who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones that do. That's the message here today, folks, and I'm glad you joined us here on Anatomy of Success. As always, grateful for our time together. Let's get together and do this again next week. Until then, I'm Steve Wollenhouse, and this is Anatomy of Success. Let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic. 